0: I don't know if any of you were raised with the phrase, like I was, from my mother and my grandmother, there but for the grace of God go I. My grandmother used to say it all the time when we would try to pass judgment on someone and you know, point out the faults of someone else. And she would say that phrase and then she would say, we're all just one bad decision away from ending up homeless or in jail. And that always kind of struck me like, oh my goodness. I remember also taking my psychological exam to enter the seminary many years ago, and the psychologist said something to me that has stayed with me since. He said, you have the ability to have people follow you. You can lead them toward good, or you can lead them toward bad. It's up to you. I share that today because we have these contrasting characters in this gospel. It's something that we've heard thousands of times. But to think about the character of Judas, first of all, you know, he was one of the 12 called by Jesus. And I'm sure when he was called, he had some probably misgivings thinking, I want to follow you, but I know that I'm weak. Probably no different than Peter answering that same call or any of the 12 or any of us for that matter. Something, though, must have led him astray. You know, Peter denied Christ three times. Judas betrayed him and despaired. I think the key here, there's a couple things I want to focus on. One is being aware of our weaknesses. We all have them, and there but for the grace of God go I. We're all tempted in some way or another, and are we aware of it? The more aware we become of our weakness and the temptations that the evil one places in our path, the more we call upon God and keep our eyes focused on the Father to stay strong in those temptations. I know in my own past, I've betrayed friends. I've done things that I I wake up the next morning and think, how or why did I ever do that? There but for the grace of God go I. But hopefully I learn from those experiences and say, I recognize the temptations, I recognize my weakness, and I ask for God's grace. St. Ignatius of Loyola says that the enemy, the devil, is like a wise army general who studies his enemy, looks looks for the weak parts in the, in the fortress, and there he attacks. And so if we're unaware of our weaknesses, we're going to be unaware of the attacks. But if we know where we struggle, And we ask God for the strength. That's why St. Paul says it's in my weakness that I'm made strong. If I try to do this myself, I'm going to fall every time. But with God, with the power and strength and the grace of Jesus Christ, we can do anything. In Cursillo, we have a saying, Jesus and I are an overwhelming majority. If we stay close to him, if we stay yoked to Christ, we can do anything. And so I'm sure Judas didn't, in his yes to Jesus, know that he was going to betray him. I'm sure Peter, in his yes to Jesus, originally didn't think he was going to deny Christ. And you and I are weak vessels like them, but we're amazingly strong vessels with Christ and his grace. So let us not point fingers at Judas and say, I can't believe he did that. Let us not point fingers at one another in somebody else's weakness. But let us keep our eyes focused on the Father. Let us in our own prayerfulness be aware of our own struggles, the places where the evil one attacks, and ask for God's grace. And one of the greatest ways we do that is here at Mass. The grace of the Eucharist fortifies us and strengthens us. For it's in our weakness that we're made strong in him.